Welcome to the Hold My Juice Box podcast, where we talk about motherhood and entrepreneurship. I'm Christina Zimmerman, a top producing real estate agent, business owner, coach, and mom of two great boys. This podcast is for all the women out there navigating through motherhood and building big businesses. My goal is for this to inspire, motivate, and encourage you as we go from surviving to thriving in motherhood and business. And welcome to the Hold My Juice Box podcast. This is Christina Zimmerman, and I always like to start my episodes with a funny story, whether it's about life in general or kids or business, just to kind of give you a little laugh as you listen on your busy day. Um, And hopefully you find them as funny as I do. I don't know, but um, this one kind of cracked me up. So anyone listening with young children can probably relate to this. I have a two-year-old little boy named Colton. Well, I take that back. He just turned three. Um, And we were eating quesadillas the other night, which, you know, tortilla with melted cheese inside. And I put ground beef taco meat on the inside. So he's sitting there happily eating his little quesadilla and then he looks down and he spots his first piece of taco meat. You would have thought he would fall off his chair. His eyes got big and he gasped and he said, ew, there's poop in my quesadilla. I said, what are you talking about? And he pointed at it and he said, look, it's poop right there. I I started laughing. I was cracking up. My husband was cracking up. I said, no, honey, that's taco meat. Nope. He was convinced that I had put poop in his quesadilla and he was not going to touch it. So yeah. Anyways, that's what I get for trying to give my kid a little bit of protein. So of course, now we're back to cheese quesadillas. So Today's episode is going to be on morning routine and any mom with children and a business or any kind of job cringes when they hear morning routine because if you're like me, sometimes mornings can get a little chaotic and you're just trying to get everybody out the door. So um, I was talking to a friend and she's so sweet. And she said, is there anything I can pray for, for you? And, you know, I told her whatever it was at the time. And I said, what can I pray for, for you? And she goes, just pray for me to have smoother mornings, getting my boys out the door. And I thought, oh yeah, well do that for me too. Um, so then I started looking at it and decided to get more intentional with my mornings. And this started a long time ago and has been in place for a while and has been a lifesaver. So everybody is different. Everyone's going to start their morning different. But I hope by laying out what I do in the morning, maybe you can pick out some useful tips and put them into practice with you and your family. And I hope that they are helpful for you. I'm trying to figure out kind of the best way to do this because honestly, a successful morning starts the night before. So the reason I say a productive morning starts the night before is because that's when I do a lot of my prep. So usually after the kids are in bed around 7.30 or 8, my husband and I will tidy up the house. I'll lay out all their clothes for the next day. Um, and I usually put them right on the back of the couch. So when they come out of their rooms in the morning, they see their clothes right there. And honestly, I'll lay out my clothes too, because then I don't have to think about it in the morning. I can just grab them and go. Um, My older son also has a lot of after school activities that he does. So he does jujitsu. He has reading. Sometimes he has baseball or soccer. Um, So we also pack those clothes the night before because he has to change um, 
usually in the car or something in between school and whatever that after school activity is. So that way I'm not having to run home in between and we've just got it right there. It's ready to go. He doesn't have to try and find it that morning and pack it. Um, Next, my husband and I will pack the lunches for the day and we pack all of our lunches. And I know a lot of people will do this like on a Sunday and pack the lunches for the week. I have tried that. And honestly, Sundays are like our fun day um, where we will go off and do something. And we just were not being consistent about staying home and meal prepping. And I decided to, rather than get frustrated and think, oh, we're not doing this right. I thought, you know what? That's okay. That option doesn't work for us. We're going to pack our lunches every night, which is fine. And that's what we do. And it works great. So we put all four lunches in the fridge. They're all ready to go. All the lunch bags are on the counter. So all we have to do is throw them in in the morning and go. And then I'll also kind of take a look at, okay, what are we having for breakfast the next morning? So I don't have to think about it in the morning either. The last thing that I'll do before we go sit and relax for the night is I will write out my daily focus list or, you know, people call it a to-do list. I've heard you're not supposed to call that, call it that. I really don't care. Call it whatever motivates you. Um, but it's basically everything that I know needs to happen the next day. If you're like me, I've got all these things running in my head. Okay, I've got these appointments with the kids. I've got this going on at Ryan's school. I've got this going on at Colton's school. I've got this going on at work, you know, and if I sit down on the couch to relax at nine o'clock, I'm not going to relax because I'm going to keep thinking about those things and what I can do to get a head start on them. And then I'll end up working all night rather than sitting and relaxing, which is really important to have that quality time with my husband, you know, whether it's just sitting next to him on the couch or whether it's sitting and talking, whatever it is. Um, but I can't fully focus on that if I'm thinking about everything that needs to get done. So I've found that writing it out that night shouldn't take you long. It should take about five minutes. Write down everything you need to get done. And if you're quick at it and can write it out, throw it in there and you're good, great. If you need to, write it out in order of priority. What needs to happen in what order tomorrow? Or for me, if you have a really full day and it's looking really overwhelming, what helps me is to take maybe an extra five minutes and actually time block it out. So, okay, first thing in the morning, I'm going to do this and I can get it done in 30 minutes. The next thing I'm going to do is going to take me two hours. That's going to go right here. Break it all down. And then five minutes later, when you look back at that list, your brain is going to sigh and go, okay, I'm good now. I have a plan. I know how it's going to go tomorrow. I can chill. Because I don't have to remember and I don't have to try and put all these things in order in my head. So then you can actually sit down, relax, and just take a break and recharge. Or go to bed and actually go to sleep because you're not trying to figure those things out in your head still. Um, so then you get your good night's sleep. Um, you know, and I've heard the most important thing you can do on your schedule as a business owner is pick a bedtime. I am not very good at that. Um... My bedtime is usually whatever time our show is over in the evening or whatever, but it's usually between 10 and 11 o'clock. Um, there are other business owners that go to bed at 9. It just really depends on your schedule, but the importance of picking a bedtime comes to sticking to some consistency and making sure that you're getting enough sleep. So the next morning, if you have to get up at 4, 
Okay, maybe you can't stay up till 11 o'clock. Or if you get up at 8, sure, stay up till midnight. Whatever it is, you're getting enough rest because that is the number one thing that I think moms and business owners don't get. And a lot of times there's nothing we can do about it. If you've got an infant and they're up all night, you just got to kind of power through it. But when the kids get a little bit older and you can be in control of your sleep a little more, make sure you're getting consistent rest because you're going to stay healthy and you're going to be happier. It's just better all around. You're going to be more productive, better mindset. So now we get into the morning. Um, I usually start my day between 5 and 5.30 and everything that you read on this topic will tell you that this is a good time to focus on mindset and motivation. I found that that's true for me as well. Um, So what I do is I'll get up pretty early, um, like I said, and I will jump right into the shower. And when I get out, I will put in my earbuds and listen to some kind of uplifting uplifting podcast or um, motivational talk or even just music that gets me going for the day. Um, But just something to start my day right. And, you know, sometimes, you know, ahead of time, if you did your Um, list the night before that maybe you've got something coming up that day that you're not super thrilled about or super looking forward to. So getting your mindset right and having that positive start to your day, I think is really, really key to having the right day later on. It gives you more energy to be productive and um, it just, it starts you off right. So after that, I try and do a devotional. I have a really quick one that I do in the mornings. Um, and that's if the kids aren't already awake. Um, and then if they're not, I go and wake them up around 630. Um, and I went back and forth before I really got into this routine about do I let them sleep in so they can have more sleep or do I wake them up early so they don't have to rush? And it depends on your kids and your family in general. But I found for me, waking them up earlier was more effective because they felt like they had time to relax in the morning so they could wrap up in a blanket and go lay on the couch for a little bit before they had to come eat their breakfast and get dressed versus getting out of bed, getting dressed, eating their breakfast and getting out the door. Um, Everyone was just in a better mood. Even if they were a little grumpy that they had to get up early, it just all around they seemed to do better with it. So that worked for me um, and my family. So Um, once they're kind of up and around, we have breakfast, feed the dogs, we all get dressed and load up the car. Um, key to getting in the car. I don't know why, but every time you're about to load up the car, it seems like that's when everything hits the fan. And then all of a sudden you're 30 minutes late. So I have found if I know I need to leave by 745, I act like we need to leave by 730. And then there's that 15 minute buffer for, If the baby has a blowout as you're walking out the door or the potty training baby needs to go potty or um, your eight-year-old walks out in a tank top on a 30-degree day and you need him to go change into something more appropriate, you have that buffer so you're not turning around screaming at everyone to run and hurry and get in the car because you waited to go load up until you actually needed to leave. So that has been really helpful for me, that 15 minute buffer or even 10 minutes, just some kind of wiggle room in case something goes sideways, which happens more often than not with kids. So then I drop the kids off and I'm usually at the office by 830. And um, 
You know, office time is pretty focused. I jump right into that list that I have. I try to avoid my emails so I don't get bogged down in them and lose my motivation. I can focus on the things that I need to take care of first, um, which are all listed out from the night before. So I'm already mentally prepared for what I need to do. And then I'm not kind of sitting there wasting that 20 minutes going, okay, where am I going to start today? And what do I need to do today? It's already planned out and I already know what to expect. Um, lunchtime, I check my emails, I update my database, and I'm trying to implement going for a walk around that time to get up and moving and not be stuck at the computer. Rain or shine, just going to go. Um, afternoons are for meeting with clients, appointments, um, you know, whatever else needs to happen in the business. And then about three o'clock, I pick up the kids and we have our quality time together. And then we jump into those after school activities. So, um, I think the biggest thing for mornings is just once you've done it a certain way that you found has worked, it's kind of like working out. It's really hard to get motivated to go work out every day, but if you stick to it and you push yourself to go every single morning for like two weeks, then all of a sudden it's not quite as hard. Like you're through the pains of getting back into working out and you're kind of used to, okay, this is what I'm doing every morning. So, you know, doing this morning routine and night routine, like I mentioned earlier, the importance of that, um, I think you really just, once you make it a point to do it consistently, it just becomes a part of your day and gets a lot easier to um, just kind of fall into place, hopefully. And we don't do it every morning, you know, sometimes we'll vary or sometimes people sleep in. No one's perfect, but I think having this as consistently as possible has just made a really big difference for my family and just made my days go smoother and the kids. Um, and, you know, just really sets us up for a good day and a good week. And there's one other thing that I wanted to mention about this that I think is probably also one of the most important things. And it's why I'm mentioning it separately instead of when I went through the breakdown of how our morning goes. Um, and for any entrepreneur, this is one of those things that just makes you cringe. Um, and it's turning your phone off. And that is physically impossible for me, I found. So instead, I just mute it and I leave it on a table way far away from the areas that we're normally in. So I cannot hear it buzzing. Um, uh, you know, I have, I do real estate in two states on opposite sides of the country. So mornings start a lot earlier in Florida than they do in Washington. And I am available when the day starts um, for those clients, you know, in Florida. I don't make them wait until Washington time zones. Um, but I do turn my phone off at certain times or I guess mute it so that I can really focus on my mindset in the morning. So that um, first step in the morning that I mentioned of getting up around 530 and getting in the shower and then listening to some uplifting and motivating things and doing the devotional, my phone is not on other than to play a a podcast because I really just want to focus on starting the day right and getting my mind right before I jump into calls and emails. It's also off during breakfast with the kids. Um, that is my time to just be mom and not do everything at once. 
And that's really hard because we all want to multitask. I know I can answer emails and text messages while I'm sitting there eating breakfast with the kids, but I think it's the it's important for your kids to see you look them in the eye when they're telling you a story versus looking down at your phone and listening to them. So I really try and leave it off during that time. The other time that I turn it off is when I pick the kids up. Um, I pick them up around 3, 3.30 and I just leave it off so I can listen to them about how their day was and not look down at my phone. We can have that hour to just spend quality time together, whether it's running errands or whatever. It's not like we go go to the park and playland during that hour or something, but we're we're actively listening to each other and talking about how our day was. And I think that's so important for kids to be able to show you what they made in school or talk about a friend or maybe something that was hard and see that you're 100% paying attention to what they're telling you. Um, Once the kids go to their after school activities, my phone comes back on and I take care of whatever needs to be taken care of and also after bedtime. But um, the other two times that my phone is off is going to be during dinner and also during that time where I've already made my list, everything is prepped for the next day and I'm going to sit down with my husband and my phone is off. And honestly, that's at nine o'clock at night. So if you need to get a hold of me, it can probably wait till the morning. So um, like I said, that's probably really difficult for any entrepreneur. I know it is for me, but I think it's important and it really is a stretch to do it. But when you do it, you'll realize just giving your kids and your family that extra attention and turning off your phone. Once you get back to it, you're kind of refreshed because you know you gave them that attention rather than dropping them off at school and thinking, oh man, I feel so bad. I was on my phone all morning instead of paying attention to them before we went to school. So I think it just really makes you feel better all around throughout the day. And then the last thing is, like I said, not every morning is perfect. Not every day is perfect. So give yourself grace. And you'll hear that a lot in this podcast. I think that is so important, especially as moms. Sometimes kids get sick. Sometimes things don't go like you planned. Sometimes the blowout on the way out to the car, it gets all over you too. And you just really got to be patient with yourself. And building in that extra buffer time will hopefully help with that. And the last thing is just knowing that, you know, it's okay that that morning didn't go perfect. Tomorrow you just do better. And that's kind of how I operate when things get rough. I just tell myself, that's right. Tomorrow I'm going to do it better. So I hope this was helpful. I hope you got some things out of it that you can implement in your day and hopefully will make your mornings more successful so you can get off to a more successful day in your business and also as a great mom, which I know you are. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you all have a great day. Be sure to click the subscribe button to make sure you're the first to know when new episodes are posted. You can also connect with me on Instagram at czim underscore realtor or visit my website at www.christinazimmerman.com. 